Welcome to Trainers Lab. Uh, I'm Blake, and I'm excited to be with you, and Ms. is with us. And Trainers Lab exists for dissecting the elements of accelerated remote coaching careers. So in other words, what we're trying to do is help uh, people who want to get started, who have not started uh, remote coaching, and figure out how to kind of accelerate their business and their careers in doing that. So we provide services. We provide uh, mentoring. We provide um any, any kind of content that can be helpful with that. And today, we're going to talk about something really interesting that's kind of been, we've been talking about off air quite a bit, but kind of the effects of the future of the fitness industry and how it's going to impact this type of business, remote coaching, um, and coaching really everywhere. So we're going to talk a little bit about AI and how AI is going to eventually um, start impacting a lot. It already has, but it's going to do a lot more impacting on um, how coaching's done and how we sell coaching. So, Ms., would you like to just talk a little bit about, um, you know, what your thoughts on are, are on AI, both kind of maybe what scares you in it, what makes you think about the um, the future in it, and then what maybe is also a positive and, and things that we're not thinking about. Cause I think we tend to focus a lot on the, the scary stuff first. So. Yeah. It's very exciting. Honestly, like there's a part of me that's scared just like you, right. Where I'm like, Oh man, it's going to replace me. I'm useless. There's no need for Mizba anymore. But then there's a part of me that's very excited about this, which is like, it almost is like us getting a chance at rewinding to when the internet first began. Imagine like getting to take advantage of all the stuff you're doing now, right? But when it first started. Mm. And that's kind of how I think about this, where it's like not too many moments in our lifetime do we get those type of milestones where there's a completely new technology that has accelerated things insanely and it's free or you know pretty accessible um and there's a lot of money to be made right if you can figure out how to use it lean into it um so there's that but it can also take away a lot of money and a lot of jobs and yeah you know, is replacing a lot of skill sets. And I think that's where the fear is coming from, for sure. Um, to the point, I will say the thing that's different about this is like, I told you I went to a dentist appointment today. My dentist is talking to me about AI. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to like this attic renovation guy or whatever, who's also talking to me about AI. And it's like, everybody is thinking about it. Yeah. And so part of it, it, it it's, 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 true to take it seriously because there's $10 billion behind it now where you've got these 10, you know, these tech giants, Microsoft, Apple, Google, they're all fighting each other to come up with a better AI. And they've all been working on this for years and it just forced everybody to play their hands. ChatGPT, when that dropped, it made everybody go, all right, let's show you our, let's show you our AI and what we've been working mm -hmm. on. And basically it's good in a way because for the person who's using it, for the coaches who use it and begin to learn it and utilize it, um, you get access to better and better technology um, because it's being worked on, it's needed and all that stuff, right? Um, but we can also talk about some of the things that this could completely make irrelevant, which is I think the fear, you know, like the way it's sold, the way it's marketed, like fitness coaching itself, we were just talking about this like 50 years ago, you know, Let's do Jane Fonda's, right. Jenny Craig. Right. Like, 
all that stuff. And now if you show me those same ads and all that, like I, we'd kind of laugh, right? Like we wouldn't take it seriously. It's like, yeah. all right, you really think that's going to work in 2023? So there's a part of that, which I think it's going to be sold totally differently. Like people can see through some of the sales stuff that remote coaches has maybe figured out uh, over the last 10, sure. 15 years to where I think that might have to evolve. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, th and a lot of this is all, you know, predictive, right? Like we're making predictions, we're talking it out as it's happening. But I do think this is a timely conversation because we did wait a little bit. ChatGPT is out. It came out at the end of November. It's had a few months to be out. I've gotten to see AI working in different, in other areas and in other industries and genres aside from just ChatGPT. So yeah. um, now is a good time to talk about it and be like, hey, where is this going? Like this is around to stay clearly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was listening to you. I was just thinking um, it's, it's impacting everybody, like you said. Um, so it's just one of those things we just want to start thinking about now um, and not, not be resistant, but kind of be ahead of it. Right. So, yeah. um, I think in the fitness world, it's going to impact different niches of fitness differently. Uh, and I'm, I'm just kind of trying to get my head thinking forward of what this, like, if you're in a world where program design is not the thing you're selling as much anymore, maybe you have the AI that does the work for you. So you're still selling it to an extent. But if everybody has that, so everyone's science is up to date, everybody's even playing field, right? It's no longer I'm a better coach because I program better and I know science better. What is going to make you better? And I think for the athlete coach, so someone who's coaching CrossFit games, athletes, competitive sports athletes, it's going to be really challenging um, because mindset, I would say, would be the biggest thing you're going to be selling at that point. Are you a good coach? at helping someone prepare in their mind, connecting with them as an athlete and helping them use the training and when not to use the training, like having the wisdom in there, still knowing the knowledge that the AI has, but AI probably won't be able to apply it in the sense of, oh, my client only got five hours of sleep last night. So my protocol here needs to not be what I, AI has prescribed because AI prescribed that based on their assessment tests, not based on their binger they just did last night. Hopefully most athletes aren't doing that. But you know what I'm saying, right? Life yeah. or things like that. So I think that'll be different. I think general pop, um, where the coach will still have like a, a really big need and what they can sell is um, connecting and, and helping uh, behaviors, right? And accountability. Right. The athlete won't need that as much. Most athletes should be good at that. Um, there will be some, obviously, that aren't. But like really connecting uh, the accountability and the relational aspect, it will be that you might have more time now to do less programming and more consulting on behavior and accountability that will make your value go up. So you really need to start thinking about your skills more with people and understand more psychology. Like it's almost like coaching psychology will be the thing that's being sold more. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, we're all, we're just spitballing. What do you, what do you think of that? I agree. I think, uh, more information, if you think about it, like the more free information we're given, the more free access, the more volume that comes your way, the more that 
is data you have to sort through and we just don't have that time whether you're somebody who's a nurse or you work at a fast food restaurant or you're a teacher like all of us like we all have limited time to process information and that is why we pay a mechanic to process all the car information because i don't have time to like google all of that like i could fix my car i could actually go do my own oil change right now right and I could save some money doing that. I don't have to take it to a mechanic. Like, you know, there's probably improved um, machinery that you could buy at AutoZone compared to 10 years ago that makes it easier to do it in your driveway, right? But I still choose not to do that because it's like, I that's not something I want to process right now. And I, and I think what's going to become valuable is folks wanting to protect their headspace. Yeah. The more noise there is out there, it's like... You have, you know, everybody wants to focus on family, friends, health, money, all of these things that like take a lot of focus and energy day in and day out to just survive. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like you you can't, um, I think like that part of it, uh, it's just like DoorDash. Like I could get in my car and go drive, right? But the exchange I'm making, the agreement I'm making when I place that order with this app is like, hey, you're handling this problem for me so I don't have to think about this or care about it for the next 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Um, And so I think that will become more of a selling point. Like people want to save time and it's not just like rich people who have a lot of time and they want to save it. It's like everybody wants to save time and everybody wants to, you know, um, make sure that they're not, like the more free information that there is out there, the more room there is for error. Because what if you follow this program instead of that one? Yeah. And you now wasted three months. I think one of the, I think one of the good things AI will do is AI will make everything more um, more true. Like, right, it, it, we, we won't have to filter that out as much, like you're saying. It's just going to be, it's actually going to be less noise because it's going to be more uh, synced into one or two systems, right? The thing yeah. that's going to, and that's the thing that's threatening though, is that the noise out there allows you to separate yourself from the noise by how you brand and market. But what you're going to have to start thinking yeah. through now is now that there's no noise, where is your value now that it's almost equal to everybody? Like, so if AI kind of levels the field of expertise because your expertise are all going to be processed through AI, so there won't be as much mistakes or processing then what do you still offer as a fitness coach and that's really the question and and it always is going to get back to people right there are going to be those clients that just want a really good subscription program and that price is going to be really low and it's going to be the big walmarts of technology that are going to take over there but there are still going to be people who want to have a connecting relationship with a coach because that human evolution will never go away that idea of us wanting to be like kind of known and normal and like, what should I do here? Uh, had, wants to be in a human interaction. And I just think that's going to take a really long time, if ever, to go away. And I think if a coach can learn how to connect deeply um, and have good, I'll say this again, just like I think good um, count, like coaching counseling, not like I'm saying that in a, um, in a different scope of practice, but like, how do you counsel the athlete through their fitness? How do you help them with mindset and behavior training? Like those are going to be the things that are of more value than program design. 
And that's scary for me to say because I make a living right now off program design. That's what I sell to people as an individual program. So they don't have to filter it out. I'm doing it. But when I get replaced there, I'm pretty confident in my ability still of how to help people filter out that information for mentoring them and counseling them in their mindset to their goal. And, um, and it, if anything, I could actually hold more clients because I'm not programming as much and I can do more time with people. So it'll be a different energy, but it'll be something that maybe doesn't even have to be charged as much because I can hold a higher volume and I'm spending most of my day with people, which I really enjoy. So coaching will again become about people. It's always been about people, right? Uh, the remote coaching thing has been a little bit more of a behind the keyboards version of that, but it's still going to be more about connecting deeply. So how do you have those skills? How do you measure those skills? How do you gain those skills? I, I, I think it's about learning good questions. It's about uh, getting to know people. It's about becoming good listeners. It's about maybe training yourself in communication skills, things like that. That's going to be where I think more of your value is going to go. Um, whether you like it or not, I, I just don't see any way around that. Um, but there's hope in it. It's just going to be, like you said in the beginning of this podcast, it's going to be something that I think people um, have to adapt of what they're selling. But it's still the same thing. It's still losing weight, gaining muscle, getting healthier, learning how to progress uh, from A to Z. Uh, it's not changing. It's just it's getting more accurate. It's going to help more people, which is a good thing. And um, those of us who will be able to adapt to connecting with people and building relationships with people will have a head start and last. I will say, like, <laughs> I agree with everything you said. And I think there's one word that goes hand in hand with it, which um, is opinions. Opinions are going to become more valuable because Ooh, fact yeah is already being handled like facts are taken care of by this machine that will perfect itself over time and if that's already there then we actually need someone's opinion on it like hey this is what google said is the best laptop but what do you think i mean you bought it you tried it you've tested it i want to hear your experience on this laptop right um and then the next thing is vibe is going to become more valuable so this used to be a thing like oh you know, it was kind of like it did make you more money, but it wasn't essential. Like you could be maybe just a fact-based person that conducted good coaching. But now it becomes about like the vibe that you're putting out because like there's so many different options that it's like, do I want the David Goggins vibe? Right. Or am I in a season of life of where I want like a an Oprah Winfrey type vibe or something? You know what I mean? Or somewhere in the middle. And there's a coach out there for you who has that vibe. So whoever can show that, so whoever can, right? Whoever can display that the best, like, hey, I'm I'm not going to shame you, right? I'm not that kind of coach. Okay, boom, that resonates with somebody who gets really triggered by that, right? So that's where the market, I think, like is going to have more choices, which is good um, in a way. And so you've got opinion that I think becomes more valuable. You've got vibe that I think becomes more valuable. And I don't know, I think like you said, there, um, you know, it frees up time for creativity like what have you always wanted to do if you had an extra hour to contribute to your clients it's like is it an extra call is it developing some type of completely new creative 
addition to your service that like nobody else is doing. It's like you don't have time to think about that stuff if you're just caught in the race. And so now I think this frees up some time for people to be like, all right, what, you know, what can I build to be a little bit more unique here, which I think is good. Um, so those, those I would say are the three things. And lastly, I would say, I think it's going to become about being a great assessor. So being able to look at somebody and know where they're at. So it's just like when a plumber comes over your house, if they can identify like, okay, this person's stressed, they've called like four or five other people. Like if, I, if they can assess my stress level and my worry about what's going on and get to me before like I ask them questions, like I'm sold, I'm gonna go with you because you just totally assessed my situation, you read it right, and I'm confident that you will continue doing so. So I think there's this uh, value in just being able to like, we have all the solutions, right? It's all out there, but it's like, can you assess and then give that solution at the appropriate time? That part of it, I think, is uh, there's still value as a coach to, to refine. I agree. I think, um, I think there's a lot to be thinking about here. I think it is the, it's, it's coming quickly, and um, I don't think it's going to be as scary and bad as we think. I just think we are going to have to adapt as humans we always have um, and evolve. And just make sure that we're we're still helping people. One of the things, if any, if you're really scared right now, just look around and see how many people still struggle to get to the gym. They're still struggling to they're still struggling to actually implement good programs that you're writing, right? So the accountability aspect is not going away because a machine's going to write it. You know, like yeah. it, it just can't. Like there is something about humans that we still need to connect and get talk to and check in on. That I'm going to assume that if a machine checked in on me and made sure, like, was like, you have not done your workout this week, you're at 52%, like, versus like Mizba giving me a text, hey man, how's everything going? Like, you're doing all right. I noticed you didn't hit all your workouts this week. That person is going to make me want to respond more than the machine, right? The machine is like an email, auto email. Like, how many of those, yes, of those yes. do you like delete throughout the week? Right? Yeah. Um, versus like a, a personalized text from a person still has a lot of value a, a phone call from a person or a zoom call from a person still has a lot of value so you're offering you you're offering your accountability your check-in and and um it may not be as sexy but i think for a long time ai is still going to need you to tweak things in their program design i don't think it's going to be exactly like copy paste and that bam it's good i think it's going to be like now i gotta flip this i gotta move this i gotta personalize this for for this client but you got anything to add or kind of wrap up before we kind of conclude this episode? There's so much more to um, but I mean. There is. We're going to definitely come back to this and um, dial in specific parts because AI is big, right? AI is made up of natural language processing and machine learning and all of these things that like are subsectors that we could dive into if we wanted. Um, but I will say that what I want to leave people with is maybe just an encouraging message to just try like try messing around with it chat gpt it's free right create an account play it's like googling try googling and adding telling it to do some things and that's like the difference between people like who took advantage of the internet when it first came out and made like crazy amounts of money and you know were set for life at that time was because they actually just messed with it when other people didn't so we're still at that stage where Nobody's an expert at it just yet. It's like, 
everybody can mess with it and we all have the access to it's just do we care enough to like try to do that right now or are we going to wait and sit around in fear like oh man this thing's coming for me but i can also i can also play with it and you know protect myself but like do i have the time to dedicate to that right now and i think it's very much worth doing so even if it's like 10 15 minutes a week you know like introduce yourself to it a little bit um, so that you, you, I think it will remove the layer of anxiety that a lot of us feel, which is like, oh my gosh, we're going to be replaced. Right, it's like, right. you'll see how it's not perfect. It's it, like you said, it still needs um, tweaking and kind of human instruction of it. So um, that's what I would leave people with. Just, just try yeah. and, you know, expose yourself to it if possible. Don't be afraid. Um, and we're, you know, as we're thinking about this, we're going to try to continue to provide to adapt and help you get your business going um, because coaching's always been about relationships and relationships are not going away. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, this was really fun. Thanks for hanging out, Blake. Everybody who's listening, if you enjoyed, make sure you rate, review, subscribe, wherever you're at. Um, hit us up. Uh, hi at trainerslabpod.com. Any questions, episode ideas, or problems you're dealing with, we'd love to hear about it. Thanks, guys. See ya. <laughs>